Egg. Egg. Mother's looking for you, Egg. <laughs> Samuel Tolley. <laughs> oh, yes. Mm. Welcome back to the library, Castle Block. I am Sir John Drick. Kilbasa Fourth. First of my name. Welcome back to. The Game of Thrones Rehash for Season 5, Episode 5, named Kill the Boy. Season 5, Episode 6, named Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken. And Season 5, Episode 7, The Gift. Yes three episodes where the pieces begin to take their journeys toward places where they shall be when it will come time to surge forth for the brand new season of Game of Thrones season 7 beginning next Sunday July 16th where we shall receive Albeit months later than it should have been, seven new episodes for our viewing pleasure. I suppose there are no books to compare it to. There are only shows at this point. But as for now, we shall see what we can do. And I'm your host. Johnny Kilbasa taking you right into... This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. And now on the Mark Johnny Kilbasa Podcast. It's time for the Game of Thrones Minute. Minute or two minutes. Johnny Kilbasa. And nobody else. I'm doing it by myself today. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about killing the boy. We're going to talk about being at the wall. We're going to talk about being in King's Landing. And we're going to talk about being all over the place with Brienne and Pod. We're going to talk about Winterfell. We're going to talk about being in Dorne. What else can't we talk about here on this big day? So we might as well get right into a Game of Thrones Minute that started off for everybody here. S5, he five. Kill the boy. Shame. 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 In this episode, Masande watches Grey Worm, Khaleesi mourns Barristan than the Bull, then sends for the leaders of the Grey Families of Marine, including his dar. Everyone in the Dragon Dungeon, everybody. Meanwhile, in Castle Black, Sam reads Meister Aemon the News. A Targaryen alone in the world is a terrible thing. John wants advice. Kill the boy and let the man be born. John offers Thormund and the Free Folk away south. Just borrow Stannis' ships and head to Hardholm. Hey, in the cafeteria, the boys aren't too excited about that idea. Meanwhile, in the suburbs of Winterfell, Brienne stares and Pod cares. Brienne needs to send a message to keep her oath. Meanwhile, in Winterfell, 
Miranda's bony hip isn't happy with Ramsey. Sansa can light a candle in the broken tower if she wants help. Then Miranda plays nice with Sansa and sends her to the kennels to meet Theon Reek. Reek lets Ramsey know not to keep secrets while they swervity fingering. Then Ramsey toasts the family and Reek apologizes and he gets to give away the bride. Roos one-ups Ramsey with a prego announcement. Hey, it might be a boy. And Roos tells Ramsey about his mother who he raped under the tree from which is her husband hung. Uh, then talk strategy about the as wow. Then talk strategy as the low strings howl. Meanwhile, in Castle Black, Stannis and Sam discuss Dragon Glass. Keep reading, Samuel Charlie. And Davos says Whitlin, and Stannis says let's head south. Meanwhile, the Marine Grey Worm wakes up and loves Missandei. Then Missandei dances around, giving an opinion to Khaleesi, and Khaleesi apologizes to Hisdar. Then reopens the fighting pits, and then she gets engaged to Hisdar. Meanwhile, on a boat in the smoking sea, Tyrion and Jorah get to the doom of Valyria, and there's Drogon. And then the and then the Stone Men attack, and down goes Tyrion, and away goes Tyrion, and Jorah has grayscale. Shame. 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 So there's your first Game of Thrones minute from S5E5. Kill the boy. Got a lot of things going on all over the place. Let's start with Marine with Missande going, hey. So at the end of the last the end of the last episode, we had a couple we had a fight going on and we had Grey Worm and Barrist in the Bull taking on a ton of Sons of the Harpy, and we didn't know what happened to him, but we did know that both Bar Barristan and Grey Worm got attacked, and they both took some damage and got stabbed and passed out at the end. So who's alive and who's dead? Well, it turns out that Barristan the Bold is dead, and we don't know if Grey Worm's still alive. So Barristan the Bold, see ya, Barristan the Bold. Wouldn't want to be a. I mean, he he had a great time. He was. Kingsguard, he was banished from King's Land. He went across the world to find Khaleesi and serve her, and she liked him, and he gave her good advice, and all just one crazy afternoon, she just decided to go on down. He just decided to go on down and check out some disturbances and got cornered. I mean, you shouldn't have been cornered in that place anyway. What were you doing down there? You should have just let them let those sons of the harpies run around there and kill each other or something like that. But Grey Worm. You know, he uh, woke up and, well, he hasn't woken up yet. So there he is down there. So the Marine, we're, we're pissed off because Barristan's dead and a couple people got attacked that they shouldn't have. The Sons of the Harpy aren't taking any crap from Khaleesi. Khaleesi thought this whole freedom thing was going to be good, but it turns out it really wasn't. So there you go. So let's go up to Castle Block where in the library, you know, Sam's, Sam's talking to Maester Amon, and we're setting it up here. Maester Amon getting some good screen time, and what could be, I don't know, it looks like the end might be coming for him. But then John shows up and says he wants to talk to the Maester alone. And, you know, the Maester knows everything, and they talk about, a, you know, after Samwell gives them the news of, Khaleesi being alone and, and over there, and he's like, oh, a Targaryen is... So it's such a, a bad thing for a Targaryen to be alone in the world. Of course, yeah, of course it is when they've got fire and dragons and long blonde hair and a nice big butt. <laughs> but what can you do? She's running things. And when you're running things, as we know, in the real world, everybody else wants to take you down at some point. Except um, the people that are waiting to, I don't know, the people that are benef benefiting from you monetarily, I guess. So... John's like, oh, 
Maester, can I have some advice? And Maester's like, you don't need my advice. You already know the answer to the question that you're going to ask me, bruh. And John's like, well, what do you think I should do? Um, a decision I'm going to make is going to piss off half of the people. And Maester's like, Dude, half the people already hate you anyway, so why don't you do it? And he's like, well, you haven't even heard what I'm going to do. And he's like, I don't need to know what you're going to do, bro. I know, you know, all you got to do is do it. Because one way or the other, you're not going to please anybody around this detestable, cold place where it's just the whole concept of these dudes even being there is, you know, what, why? There's only 50 of them and they're trying to hold off the rest of the world and all the rest of the world wants to do is get south before the army of the dead comes. And John's like, I know, bro. I know the army of the dead. And if we let those wildlings live up there, they're just going to be in the army of the dead because I know how these assholes get zombified and you don't. And all the dudes at the... At, Castle Black are like, well, I don't, we don't want these people down here. And John's like, well, we're going to have to let them come down here because they're going to be either blue-eyed dead dudes or they're going to be real people that might actually help us out a little bit. So what are we going to do? It's a tough choice when you're dealing with a bunch of idiot criminals. That's basically what it boils down to up in the block of Castle. <laughs> so let's go down to Winterfell which is about 600 miles, according to some calculations, which is a way too long to walk. How long would it take you to walk 600 miles in the snow? Um, let's say you, if you're lucky, you can get, um, I don't know, 20, 30 miles a day. I mean, that's going to take you, it's going to take you a month. And on the map, it doesn't really, it looks like it's just up the road. You know what I'm saying? So Stannis is like, all right, bro, we're going to go and, Davos doesn't think that's a good idea, even though Stannis is like, you know, it's time to go. And but the snow, we see the snow going around. It's like snow. Here comes the snow. Not bad, but winter's coming, and winter's already marching upon the north, and that's why people are getting cold. And it just seems that things are just falling apart for Stannis. You know, he had his moment when he captured M Mance Raider. It looked like his moment anyway, with this with this army of cell swords. And his um, safe full of borrowed money. You know, it's like borrowed money, borrowed time for Stannis. It's just never, time's just never been on his side. So down we go to Winterfell where it couldn't be as, it couldn't be any worse for Sansa, you know. But we do get some good, a good little interlude of Miranda and her bony hip nude looking out the window. Thank you for that. She's great. And then you really get a, a sense of why Ramsey is just <laughs> insane. And they, they really do a great job of getting the heel over in this season. And Ramsey's just, things are going his way. Things are going his way. And, oh, yeah, he gets to marry Sansa and Miranda. You can tell she's jealous. And nobody wants to bore Ramsey or people lose fingers and toes and all that stuff. So... Let's, you know, then they have, they have dinner, but Roos, uh, Roos is not one to be, uh, Roos is not one to be one-upped by anybody. And I think Roos, for the, through the most of this, I mean, as of right now, I think he's the best heel in there, the most, um, Roos is the most, um, conniving heel you know in this whole story he killed rob snow you know he killed mama snow at the red wedding 
and he was doing he got taken over and he got the people he got uh tywin lannister to give him be ward of the north and his ward of the north and then all of a sudden he's just a man he's like i am in winterfell can you believe this all i had was the dread fort a couple seasons ago and uh he got he got the big girl who i think he took his wife because whichever wife he chose from her and her sisters he would get her weight in gold so of course he took the big girl he's a practical man and apparently he's impregnated jolly miss lolly so that's where we're there at there and um Miranda tries to bathe Sansa. That's a nice little bath. I would have liked a better bathtub moment if, if if Miranda would have gotten into the bathtub to bathe Sansa. That would have been a little better. But they wa she washes out her hair dye. I wonder what they used for hair dye back then. Back then in the magical land that never existed. I don't know, man. <laughs> so Roose is pregnant. Ramsey's like, hmm. I know that you could just tell that, well, I'm going to kill my stepmother sooner or later. And... Roos tells Ramsey, like, dude, um, Stannis is bringing it. He's going to be bringing it if he gets it down here. But it's going to snow, so that's going to help us. And and then Stannis up uh, up at Castle Black is like, Hey, you're, you're, San uh, you're Randall Tarly's son. Randall Tarly's the only person that's ever beat my brother. I told him he shouldn't have gone west so soon. Yes, 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 your grace. Yes, me, me, me. And then he, Samwell gets to tell him how he killed the White Walker. And... You know, dragon glass, obsidian. I know what it is. You don't have to tell me. Stannis, you can't tell Stannis anything. And that was probably probably not going to help him, you know? So we're good there. Up in the north, it's cold. It makes me cold just watching that stuff. But then go back over to Marine where it's always warm. And Grey Worm wakes up. Yay! And Grey Worm, like, shows a chink in his armor. He is unsullied. But is he unsullied? Even though he doesn't have the junk to work with, somehow... He's in love with Missandei because when he got stabbed, the only thing he could think about was leaving Missandei. And Missandei kisses him. And she's like, I... She takes one look at him like, oh my gosh, I so want to... Um, I need to give it to you, Grey Worm, and you don't have the tackle for it. So we're going to figure this out. You know. So they kiss, and it's really nice, but like so many kisses in... Game of Thrones, it's like, well, it's kind of bittersweet, you know? Yeah, so Khaleesi, meanwhile, so Khaleesi, meanwhile, she <laughs> rounds up all all the the heads of the families, including his door, takes them down to the dragon dungeon. To the dragon dungeon we go, and all the heads of the families like, I know, and um, Khaleesi's like, I know, dude, I know that one of y'all is behind all the Sons of the Harpy thing. They got to get be getting money from somewhere, so... Who, who's it going to be? Um, I'm going to feed you guys to my dragons until somebody figures it out. And she takes them all down there and she points to one and she pushes the dude out there and he gets toasted, man. He gets flame broiled right on the spot, which was a good, great move on Khaleesi's part. So, you know, to, to put the scare, put the fear of Khaleesi and all of the heads of the families. And I don't think we really know one way or another who's behind it. Everybody thinks that his dar is behind all this stuff but he's not really so i don't know what you can do about that so somebody gets fried everybody else gets scared and then she you know she afterwards she rethinks it and she apologizes it goes down to his dar's um cell and apologizes to him she's he's like not only am i apologizing for not killing you but i think we're gonna get married <laughs> so so there you go there so 
So it looks like his dar's getting lucky, or is he? I don't know. They're just they're at least gonna get married. So let's go out. That's about it for all this this episode, except out there on the smoking sea. Tyrion and Jorah are back in a boat, and they go to Valyria, where I guess Valyria used to be the it's like the Rust Belt of Essos. It used to be a great city, but then all the industry left, and now it's just full of stone men, kind of like the Midwest. So they they're driving through there, and they recite some poetry that was never in the book. So somebody decided that they needed to have some poetry and have them sign it together. So that's nice, but. They go, yada, 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 let's go through here. Have you ever been here? No, I haven't. It looks kind of creepy. Are you sure we should be going through this little this little maze of water right here? I mean, is it the only way to get where we're going? I'm not sure. Look out for the stone men. Splish, splash, sploosh. Attacked by the stone men. Don't let them touch you. And somehow Tyrion either doesn't get touched or he's immune to it. I'm not sure. But then Jorah, after they get through... The thing, they get, Tyrion gets drugged underneath, and he is, is he drowned? I don't know, but then he wakes up on the beach, and Jorah gets him, and he's like, did they touch you? And he's like, no, and then, it's kind of really unclear whether Tyrion got touched, because it looked, I mean, he definitely got touched, so I don't know if he just got, didn't get a skin-to-skin -skin or something like that, but then at the end, we see Jorah having the grayscale, so what can you do about that, Jorah? It looks like it's all downhill for you, Brocious, and that's S5. E5. Let's go on to S5E6. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. You betcha. And now on the Mark Podcast, Show, it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. That's me, everybody. Let's go right into it. S5E6 Unbound, Shame. Unbrent, Unbroken. Shame. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. And now on the Sausage Mark Aram Podcast, Show, it's time for the Game of Thrones minute, minute and a half with Johnny Kilbasa and nobody else. We're getting right into it right here. Shame. Unbound, unbent, Shame. unbroken. In the house of B-dubs, Arya watches the bodies and wants to know why. Then she plays the game of faces and she doesn't want to play anymore. Meanwhile, in Stone Man Beach, Tyrion and Jorah get to know each other. Meanwhile, back at B-dubs, Arya scrubs and then finds a little girl who needs to die and plays the game of faces with her. And then she wins and she gets to try her hand there. And she goes to go downstairs afterwards. <laughs> A girl is ready to become someone else. Meanwhile, on the Essos Trail, Tyrion and Jorah get picked up by slavers. Oh. Meanwhile, in King's Landing, Little, Littlefinger reunites with Lancel. Then he has a productive meeting with Cersei. Meanwhile, in Doran, Romeo Martell and Juliet Lannister enjoy a walk. And Bronn sings he and Jamie to the water gardens. Then the sound snakes converge and everyone gets arrested. Meanwhile, in King's Landing, Grandma Martell is pissed off and she calls Cersei a tart. Then everyone goes to the inquest, the holy inquest, and... Everybody gets busted. What do you know? Meanwhile, in Winterfell, Miranda draws a bath. I'm Sansa Snark of Winterfell. This is my home, and you can't frighten me. Then Sansa and Ramsay wed. Oh, what a nice wedding. And then they, as they can, uh, what do you call it? Then they uh, cons consummate the wedding, and Theon gets to watch. Shame. Shame. So there you go. That's S5, E6. Unbowed, unbent, unbroken. It's back at the house of black and white. Arya is just washing everything in sight, and that's all she's been doing forever now. You know, she's just washing, washing, washing. And she's like, I want to know why. I want to get down to this stuff, man. What can I do besides wash things? And I think somewhere along the line, uh, our old buddy Jock and Hagar comes in and says, Fine, very well. 
Who are you, Arya Stark? It's funny, he's got his little whip. And whenever Arya tells a, tells a lie, he whips her. <laughs> and it's just, it's funny. And she always takes it. Like, wouldn't, wouldn't you think that she would just grab it after a while and snap that thing off and then start whipping him with it? Like this stupid game. And he's like, what? I, 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 you know, I, I had to stab the butcher, son. What's your name? Arya Stark. And the hound took me up. I hate him. Oh, so you don't really hate him. Either way, I don't know. So Arya finally, Arya finally passes, I guess, the training test. And she got to go from one, one room to the other. And then she was in the, the washing room. And now she gets to go downstairs. And how, how awesome is it to go downstairs and see the hall of faces now it starts to make sense where all these bodies are going it seems to the viewer are they just taking these bodies and ripping their faces off and sticking them on the wall if so i would think that hall has to be pretty big because they're hauling those bodies down there two or three at a time i think or you know at least five a day lots of washing i don't see why they have to wash the bodies if they're just gonna keep the faces, you know, why not just wash the faces off and chop the heads off and burn the bodies if they're not gonna use that. But maybe there's some magic that we don't know about. But either way, it's like, come on, let's get through this house of black and white thing already, you know what I'm saying? Cause I really don't, I really didn't want to spend that much time there, even though the hall of faces is really cool. And we just know, we just know, we just know that somebody's gonna be wanting to put on one of those faces sooner or later. So Jock and Agar is like, is a girl ready to become no one? She is not ready to become no one, but she is ready to become someone else. So I guess on your road to becoming no one, you get to become someone else. Is that how it goes? Before they rip your face off. Is that what they were supposed to do? I mean, I know, I don't know if they were just going to like, if you become no one, you, they rip your face off. So you have to have someone else's face on all the time. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of what I gathered from all this. So whatever. So this is kind of like a, one of those episodes. It was just kind of an in, in-between episode, I think. And that's, we, we're over there and Bravos, where Arya is. And then then we go over to Marine and Tyrion and Jorah are just tra traipsing through after their little journey. And they're like, eh, baby, 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 let's walk across here. Maybe we can find something. And they come over a hill and they see a uh, they see a slave ship. Oh, like oh crap! Why would they want to come get here? And then uh, they get but they get cold busted by the slavers, and it looks like the end for our dudes. You know, it looks like they're just gonna castrate Tyrion and they were just gonna kill uh, kill Jorah because he. And then Tyrion does some master manipulating. He's like, hey, oh, you're why don't you take why don't you take this dude to the fighting pits because. He is a master fighter. He once killed a, you know, a Cal Drogo in single combat or whatever they said. And, and the slavers are, you know, really easily swayed in this. Like, eh, okay, whatever. And, you know, Tyrion saves his own manhood by saying, it, you know, you can't tell a dwarf cork unless it's connected to a dwarf. Meh, okay. Take him until we can find a cork merchant. So in, on they go, and they ended up getting a free ride to where they wanted to go. So that worked, really worked out for everybody, as long as you know, everybody's just taking some chap, 
some right hooks. Everybody, Tyrion and Jorah have both taken their share of right hooks, which is, you know, that's pretty tough on a jaw. And without any medical care, what can you do? <laughs> so they're well on their way to go see Khaleesi. It's like, it's funny how, you know, one journey in, in Westeros could take an entire season, but then we got Tyrion from from one side of Essos essentially to the other in a few episodes. So, which is, I'm fine with, you know, I don't care if everything doesn't line up as long as we get people where they need to go. And it's just kind of, we're like, okay, this is season five. We're, we're slowly moving, play, moving them to where they need to go for their second to last stop. Everybody's on going to their second to last stop, I think. And then in the same amount of crazy flash time, Littlefinger traveled all the way up to from Winterfell, which is like, you know, Boston down to King's Landing, which is like in Miami. You know, it's like one episode. Here he goes heading heading south on the jet plane because I got this mystery message that ravens can fly apparently 300 miles an hour or something like that. But who cares? Temporary suspension of disbelief. So that's what we got there. So we keep going south in Dorne. Here's Romeo and Juliet kissing and, oh, I love you. Oh, I love you too. We're going to be married. Won't it be great? A Martell and a Lannister. It'll be good for everybody. I love it down here, don't you? But then here come. so then we've got the, the conflagration, not conflagration, con, consolation of idiocy. That's what they should have called this. Consolation of stupidity where, oh, let's everybody try to get Marcella Lannister at the same time it, this is so tv movie garbage when and you can i think you can tell braun kind of is like what the hell am i doing here and jamie's like i don't really know what i'm doing here either and then the sand snakes are like <laughs> I, I don't think the sand snakes were portrayed the way they should have been i think they're supposed to be much better but anyway so we get they they all converge on marcella hey let's get out of here marcella uncle jamie what are you doing here i don't know and then everybody has one of the worst fights. It's a really bad TV movie fight with weapons. And then they all get busted. So they're there. Now they're, hey, everybody's going to jail. But I did like the swing with the big, the big bodyguard dude with that big knife on the end of a stick. I forget his name. But he's like, it would have been a good fight had you been whole, Jamie Lannister. And Jamie's like, well, you got a point there. Whatever. I think we have a misunderstanding. <laughs> so, so back in King's Landing, uh, Olena Martell's on her way, on her way back to King's Landing. She doesn't want to be, but she's like, "What the hell is going on here? I can smell the shit from five miles away." And then she goes and she sees Cersei, and <laughs> she's so funny. She was so funny at Cer Cersei's writing stuff, and she's like, "You're not. Just stop writing. I know you're not writing anything." And then. Cersei gets her she's like this is my response to anybody who asks about this whole faith militant thing it's like it's not my fault I just armed them I didn't arrest anybody what do you what, what do you want me to do which is just terrible because she thinks she's getting away with everything but that's also awesome at the same time so it's like okay Cersei we're all leading up to Cersei Cersei did this Cersei did that everybody hates Cersei what's going to happen to her and what happens when you arm um, zealots going to come back to haunt you that's why <laughs> so then we have an inquest a holy inquest 
with every all the Martells. What's that? What's the gay dude's name? Brother Martell and Marjorie Martell, and L- Loris. I'm oh, sorry, Loris. Loris Martell. He's like, are you gay? Are you a poofta? <laughs> no, I'm not. So it's, they play the are you a poofter game. with like, no. Have you ever laid with a man? No. Bring in the man who can say he has a birthmark. And in comes that little skank, Oliver. I think his name's Oliver. So he comes in and just confesses like it's his job, which was, I don't know why. They should have shown a scene with him, like them taking him. Because I don't think we ever saw anything about Oliver and Loris like getting mad at each other. I don't see why Oliver wouldn't have just defended him when he really didn't have any reason to unless, you know, they, they just threatened to kill him or something like that. I don't know. There you go. Oh, Loris, back to the dungeons for you. Oh, and by the way, Marjorie, you lied, so we're going to take you too. What can you do there? <laughs> so that's about it there. Back to Winterfell. Miranda drolls a bath, and I think I talked about that in the last episode. That's right. Sansa's like, you can't scare me, bitch. I know you love him. And then uh, off we go to the wedding. And I think they did a really good job of making Theon just look... He's all dressed up, but he's just ghost-faced you know he's really pale and this dude Theon Greyjoy is that actor guy has been great he's been great this whole time the the character development that he's gone through um over the seasons has just been really fun I'm sure it was really fun for him so they go out to the wedding and Theon gets to give her away and it's just really just cringeworthy cringeworthy and Ramsey and Ramsey and Sansa are wed. So what do you do on your wedding night? You go get after it. So up we go to the I don't know Ramsey's bedroom, Sansa's bedroom. Who knows? They go in there and it's just it's pure. This is just pure evil. This is probably one of the most evil scenes in television history, where where Ramsey just un unfurls his evil. And makes Riku, we know that he's broken down over a very long period of time. <laughs> and Sansa, the poor Sansa, is just like, I'm not really sure what I'm in for. And then he turns around and rips her dress open. And then, and then it's like, oh, crap. We are in for something. And then Reek tries to leave. And he's like, no, I want you to watch. <laughs> that's just, that's all time. That is all time evilness. On the part of Ramsey Snow. I mean, just pure, pure flowing evil. And you gotta you gotta appreciate that. And we all knows what hap- we all know what happens after that. It's only gonna get worse for everybody involved. And that's S5 E6, Hunbowed, Hunbent, Hunbroken. This is Lancel Lannister. One more. That's 5v7. With Johnny Kilbossa. And now on the Mark Aram Show, podcast. it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute, minute and a Half. With Johnny Kilbossa. And nobody else this time. Let's ring the bell of shame. 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 Unrehearsed. Shame. 
At Castle Black, John and Thorman and Ed shove off for hard home despite criticism. Meister Ammon remembers his little brother, Egg, and uh, Egg. Meanwhile, in Winterfell, Theon brings tea. Sansa begs for help from Theon. Meanwhile, at Castle Black, see you, Meister Ammon. It was nice knowing you. Meanwhile, at Winterfell, Ramsay enjoys the snow and shows his wife the flayed messenger. Dope. You really don't have friends in the north, do you? Meanwhile, on the road to Winterfell, things are getting worse for Stannis as the snow comes in and people get sick and mad. Meanwhile, at Castle Black, punks get it gilly and Sam gets his ass kicked pretty bad but then oh he gets laid oh oh my oh my meanwhile in slavers bay jory and Tyrion find a home and khaleesi pillow talks with dario all rulers are either butchers or meat meanwhile in king's landing the queen of thorns meets the high sparrow and king tommen throws a tantrum meanwhile in doran jamie gets to talk to his daughter slash neith and in the jail a game of cat and mouse and titties becomes a game of poison and antidote haha <laughs> meanwhile in king's landing littlefinger and olena discuss a handsome young man in littlefinger's trashed old brothel meanwhile in marine jora kicks ass and gives khaleesi her gift and it's theon i mean Tyrion. <laughs> Meanwhile, in King's Landing, Cersei visits, Mar Cersei visits Marjorie down in the dungeons, and the get out of here, you mean bitch! And then he, Ciri, Ciri, then Cersei gets, goes back and talks to the High Sparrow, and the High Sparrow's like, oh, "I wonder what we'll see when we strip you from your finery." Oh, and the backfire is finally complete. Cersei gets in the dungeon herself. That was pretty bad. That was a pretty bad Game of Thrones minute, but I didn't write that for the Mark Aram show. I just wrote it now taking notes, so it's not really Game of Thrones minute. Actually, it is, but it kind of sucked, but whatever. So we just get to talk. We got the music beds. What can we do? S5E7. We're raging on. So they decided to join up at Castle Black. John's got to go to... He's got to go to Hardhome because Thorman Giant Spain was like, listen, man, if you want me to go convince my people, you're going to have to go with me. And John's like, um, okay, I'll unshackle you and we'll head to Hardhome and we'll, we'll talk all these people into coming off the wall because I'm going to let them through. Uh, hey, Stannis, can I borrow some of your boats? Oh, okay, fine. And then Ed's like, I'll go with, I'll go with you wherever Jon Snow. So they, they saddle up and, um, Alistair. Alistair Crawley or Alistair Thorne is like, I feel the need to tell you this. Uh, this is a really bad idea, and I hate your guts. Thanks, and thank you, and then off they go. So off they go towards Hardhome. I mean, hard, what's Hardhome? I don't know. Oh, but we'll find out next week, that's for sure. So, And then my, my, Meister Raymond, he's on his deathbed. They've kind of been, kind of been swerving that he's not doing well and he's going to die. So... They, it was a nice little scene with Gilly and the baby, and my Meister said egg, and he's like, that's egg was short for um the Tyrion, the the Mad King who was when he was a baby, and Meister was his older brother, and he's like, oh, egg, 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 egg. So it was really sad, but then. It, um, Meister Eamon, when he looked dead, dead, he just looked, I don't know, he looked a lot younger than he looked in the previous, in the previous shows, so, when they were, when they were burning him, he looked, uh, very rugged and handsome. I don't know if he, he must have been some famous actor back in the day, I'm not sure who he was, but, Sam gives him a good send-off. Nice. A nice eulogy before they burn him. 
So that's see you, Master Amon. I guess we're done with you. We really don't need you anymore. <laughs> so down at uh, down in Winterfell, Ramsey's like, listen, kids, if you don't think I know what's going on, um, Reek told me all about this this candle thing, which you were really stupid to tell him about. I don't know why Sansa would have told her. Why couldn't he? She have like found somebody else to confide in. But I guess she didn't know. She was stuck in a Stuck in a castle or something like that. And then we get to see the flayed old lady. She's like the, the flayed lady who said, you've got friends in the north. The north remembers. Oh, unless Ramsey gets a hold of me and peels me. <laughs> peels. I like how there's a there's jargon for flaying people. Peed, when I peed them. So she died. Is she the girl? Is she the woman from... from Total Recall, the original Total Recall, when they're in line to go to Mars and Schwarzenegger's dressed up as her and it, his his face like um doesn't work right. Is that is that her? I wonder if that's the same lady. I'll look that up and tell you never. Okay. <laughs> so there we go. Back up to great scene here in castle black where it's like uh oh we knew this was bound to happen sooner or later a couple dudes wandering around they find gilly in a room they're like uh can they get a piece of that and she's like no 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 <laughs> so they're like we're gonna take a piece of that whether you like it or not and she's like no 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 and then sam walks in and he's like what do you want me to do i, I was thinking that sam was gonna have some sort of special powers at this point after they start beating him up, I thought he was going to be like throw off his cloak and be super Sam, the, the killer of Thens and the killer of White Walkers. But he didn't. He just kept taking a beating. Maybe a superpower is his ability to just take beating after beatings. But right when it was about to get bad, our boy Ghost shows up, luckily. I don't see why uh, John didn't take Ghost with him to the hard home. You know? And I don't see why Ghost has to stay in a cage most of the time, as they alluded to a couple a couple shows ago. I don't know. Either way, Ghost got out and attack. Well, threatened to attack those dudes, and they run away. <laughs> Save me from the White Wolf. And then Sam kind of passes out, and Gilly is like, "Hmm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take care of this for Big Daddy here." And, Somehow Sam can barely stay awake. He's bloodied. But then Gilly uses her feminine wiles and takes Sam's virginity right there in Castle Black. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh my. Oh, oh my was a great meme when it came out. Oh, oh my. So good for Sam. He finally got the Finally got to do what he wanted to do probably his whole life. As any chunky kid wants to do. As any kid wants to do. As any man wants to do. Find Gilly and have her take care of business. So then over. Over the narrow sea we go. To Slaver's Bay. And Joran, Joran Tyrion just like, okay, we're the, we're here. They're chained up. They're at the, the slave sale and dude man's like this is this is the guy for you he's killed everybody in the world with a flaming sword how much will you give me how about 15 crowns whatever that is that's probably about i don't know i don't know what they went for maybe 30 bucks or something like that and 
rich, rich um, gladiator dude is in the bug. He's like, ah, 20. I'll give you 20. Here you go. And then Tyrion, <laughs> Tyrion, great Tyrion move here. Tyrion says, no, we're a team. We're part of a team, dude. I can kick, kill people too. And he takes that chain and takes the little dude holding his chain and just beats the crap out of him with it, which was hilarious. And everybody got a kick out of it. And that got Tyrion where he needed to go. So off they go. Off they go. And that's about all we see over there in Marine. And they're on their way into the fighting pits. So back down in Dorne, or we just call it Dumb. <laughs> Jamie gets to talk to his daughter, or his daughter niece, and she's like, I don't really know what's going on here. What the hell? But that's about all they said there. And down in the jail, which was the fun part, fun part of the episode bronze singing away and then all of a sudden he starts feeling a little woozy and then we get to see the hottest of the sand snakes take her dress out and say just call me the most beautiful girl in the world and the, his, her sisters are like oh my man how, how many times are we going to see this she has the antidote luckily for the antidote it's funny how poison and antidote is that really how things happen in the real world poison antidote she happened to have some antidote and it seems to work instantaneously and saves Braun from a painful death, I guess. I don't know. So then little, so then back up in King's Landing, Littlefinger and Olena just happen to meet. I'm like, where can we meet? Well, I still have the keys to the brothel, even though it's trash. Let's meet there. And they talk about, you know, hey, we killed Joffrey. What are we going to do? And Olena's like, what are you going to do? And Littlefinger's like, what are you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> Let's go back to Marine because they, they fast forward right into the holding holding cells for the gladiators and Jorah sees that there's stuff going on out there and they they didn't realize that Khaleesi was supposed to gonna be there, but it turns out she's there, so Jorah's like, Well, I gotta go kill everybody and do this right now. And so he goes out there and he kills everybody, cuts them like cake with his helmet on so nobody can tell who he is except everybody watching TV. And then Tyrion somehow gets uh, half, I don't know, the, the slow guy with the axe to cut his chains. And then they have their little moment. They go out into the, the pit and Khaleesi's there and Jorah reveals himself to her. And she's like, get this dude. What, what's going on? Get this dude out of here. And he's like, no, I have, you, I have a gift for you. And then out comes Tyrion. He's like, I'm the gift. I'm Tyrion Lannister. So there you go. Tyrion Lannister's back in the back in the mix on the other side of the world. And then Cersei goes down. <laughs> then Cersei goes down and just does some great heel work to visit Marjorie. And Marjorie's just not having any of it. Get out of here, you hateful bitch refuses her leftover meatloaf or whatever it is and Cersei's like <laughs> this worked perfectly my plan worked perfectly I can't believe I'm such a great strategist so then she goes out and talks to the the high sparrow in their little the original crypt or keep or whatever that that little church is called he's like hey it's clean fate the fate was clean they didn't want to there is monstrosity like Baal's monstrosity the faith was clean and then we finally get the backfiring start and i was never so happy to see cersei get taken away even though i can't stand the high sparrow i hate cersei too so it was great to see cersei get taken away and just that 
the the nuns that take her away are just they're such jerks so it's, it's awesome so that's where we're at cersei's in a cell the martells are in a cell Jorah and Tyrion are, are, I guess, well, I, I don't know what they're doing, but they, they finally made it to Khaleesi, which really didn't take that long. Bronze in a cell and Dorne. Jaime somehow didn't get arrested. Um, Arya's in the, the House of Black and White. So Stannis is, Stannis is in the winter. Uh, it's not looking good for Sansa. And... Um, and Ramsey it looks like Ramsey and Roos are like the best dudes around and that's where we're at at the end of S5E7 so the raging towards season 7 continues next time we'll go 8, 9, 10 we'll end season 5 which is really moving pieces around get into season 6 where things start start to start happening anyway hope this was a good reminder of the things that happened as we prepare for season seven it's great to know because it's going to go fast and next sunday is going to be here before you know it so you can check me out i got all kinds of podcasts coming at you from all different directions this week so i hope you know i hope you listen and i hope you tell a couple people about it this is johnny kielbasa catch me coming out of your mama's back crypt <laughs>